Hi guys, you're listening to The Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. And we are here recording. Um, I think this is episode 15. We were not going to say episodes. I turned it around so the mics are biased. <laughs> um, so we're just playing around today. Um, our podcast broke, so we're actually getting it repaired right now. <laughs> no, How, my microphone wasn't working and yours was. I for technology... I can't believe that microphone you had plugged in. It sounded so good, and we wired it to the dog. You wired it to the dog? Yeah, I had the, uh, that microphone was between <laughs> us and the dog's head. <laughs> I was like, you didn't know what that? the heck are you talking about? No, the microphone was sitting on the dog's no, the head. No, I thought the one that Gayla's working on, so. No. Yes. Okay. Yes, well, and I've been, you know, listening to podcasts about podcasts. So I had the, the, the table all draped with a... a <laughs> Uh, blanket yeah, I like this. cushions I and... like this better up here yeah maybe we'll do good. maybe we'll move everything yeah we this need weekend. to hear from everybody what do you like <laughs> which sound do you like better so today we're going to talk about trend spotting sourcing and what's yeah. going on in the market with new colors new color trends that I've seen since I've been traveling yeah what's to coming up we need to know da, da, what? Da, da. <laughs> what color well what do you think is coming up emerald green really that's what I think you, I think so you I've told seen me that. moss green, moss green I've seen, but emerald was just the color of the year a couple of years ago. So I'm, I'm shocked to see it. I did see a lot of green at market. I've seen a crap ton. I was of thinking it was, we were emerald. going to yellow and yellow happened, but I think it was like a summery trend. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of black at market to tell you the truth. Oh yeah. And I don't know if it's just because I'm in tune to like, that's my, not necessarily my color, but everybody mean. was showing sofas in black. The walls in the showrooms at Bernhardt yeah. were painted in charcoals and blacks and caviar. But you know, Bernhardt was very gray, 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 gray. Another gray. thing that I see a lot is is tons of color, like there's like bursts of all kinds of colors. Yes, and so, I was talking to another designer. I'm like, so what did you think the colors trends were? And she's like, everything's trending. Color. Color, yeah, color, texture. Yes, I'm all about textured fabrics, mm -hmm, textured mm -hmm. walls. Mm -hmm. um, we were in this era where everything was just flat paint, mm. but bringing in wallpaper adds dimension to a walls. A lot of the showrooms had right. Philip Jeffries wallpaper in them. Right. And it was funny because some of the sales rep, I'm like, this is Philip Jeffries Enchanted Woods. They're like, you would know more than I would on that. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is the graphic bloom pattern. And I'm like, okay. It's I speak sad Philip Jeffrey you... fluently. I know. I speak fabrics. I'm like, oh, that's the you know, Jacobian print and it's coming back and, you know, it's a different colorway, you know, it's Fabrics. not teal. It's more of a, you know, a, teal was, a soft. Uh, everybody was about teal last year and the year before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think blue greens are blue greens. Yeah. Saw a little bit of those. There's still a lot of moss. A lot of blue going on. Lime green a little bit. Yeah. But not much. Yeah. Um, gold, brass. Oh, yeah. Mixed metals. I was going to say, do you see chrome? Did you see chrome? I keep seeing chrome, but. I see some of it used, but I see it mixed with the black faucet or yeah. like the kitchens. Yeah. I was in, I spent a lot of time in kitchens in Chicago and the European kitchens are just so uniquely designed with the way they use quartz and they 45 it. Uh -huh. um, they were standalone pieces. Mm. They're affordable pieces. So it was a little bit above Ikea kitchens, oh. but not going into the high-end Pogan pole. Oh, wow. And it was a very nice, clean look. And most of the doors did not have hardware. The doors were 45 in, so everything oh. went away. And then the it looked like pieces of furniture, like the sink oh, set up. So gotcha. instead of having a toe kick, 
it actually had yeah. hardware completely customizable with a 12-week lead time. Huh. Actually, 18-week lead time. Sorry. Are you seeing anything like motorized in the kitchens? Like, you know, your spice rack can be brought up. You know, I think that's gimmicky. And I have not seen a lot of that. Yeah. I saw a lot of kitchens like, and this has been a trend since 2003. Not really a trend. Unkitchening the kitchen. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's we, a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to do that, this one showroom just had big wood panels all the way across mm -hmm. and you'd have to open them all up and that would reveal your appliances, your refrigerator. Wow. But how like dirty dishes, just throw them behind the wall and pull the wall across. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. I know. You know, maybe I can do that um, with drapes. A lot of everything was smart storage. Oh, um, what's that mean? Just... So Tupperware? Every, not, no. It was built into the drawer. So oh, your rubber drawers, made. No. They're all, <laughs> they're all built in, like each individual divider. Okay. Which keeps you more organized. They're really, an organization's big. Yeah. Um, especially when you're leading a busy life. Like me, I'm right. where, where's this cable? If I put it in the same place every time. Yep. Yep. I know where to grab it. Yeah. But, we bought spices in Jamaica. And Mark says, where should I put this? I said, where would you go get it? Well, you where would like, you go? all that land. I Who know. knows? Not the... <laughs> no, in, in the, the backup house? No. <laughs> no, in the kitchen. And I said, go, go right to where, where would you go get it? He's like, why go get that spice You put it where there. the salt and pepper. And there, yeah. But he, like, that's how, you, how I, I need always to organize, organize my kitchen. stuff. Is, is put it where the first place you, you would think, think to would. go get it. Yeah. So... And a lot of times when you're getting a new home or people are buying new homes, they don't know what that is. And I always tell people, you have to live with it for a few days. Mm -hmm. Don't buy new furniture immediately. Mm -hmm. Use your old stuff for a little bit right. and figure out how you're living in the house. Because mm -hmm. you may find yourself using one room more than another room that you didn't think you would use. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yep. That's see that. we see that a lot. Very sound advice, yeah. I, I like to tell people with their with their furniture arrangement. You know, Space you can try planning. it this way, but I actually did um, specify some furniture the other day. This is a good lesson. So we went to the furniture store and with, with the client. Um, she bought her furniture. Is this the one I know about? Yep. Okay. And then we went to her house like a week later and I taped it out on the floor. Yeah. I got blue painter's tape mm -hmm. and I got the all the sizes and everything. And we taped it out where we wanted it, and it was not right. working. Did you use 2D planning first? Yes, we did. We I used 2D. So, yeah, I do that. So I do 2D on paper, or so, I'll draw it. You can draw it. Yeah. yeah and then you tape it up. But I also, I don't trust that because oh, you're yeah. looking at a flat surface. So yeah. I'll take cardboard boxes. If I'm oh, at a job yeah. site, I'll grab yeah. vents. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll use air conditioning duct. Because you want to see the clearance. Like, yes. if you're going to have good yes. arm room. So you, Right. It's, it's like 3D design, yes. but in real life. Yes, exactly. Um, yep. So, do yeah. You, do you do 3D design much? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I You're have using been, Google SketchUp. I've been getting asked I'm a using, lot of questions. Yeah, I'm using SketchUp. It's on Google. It's I know, Google I know. Program. My friend Ivan learned it, and he did such a good job. My other friend Melanie uses it, too. And yeah. I am just at the beginner stages. So, I, I had some lines that weren't, like, jiving last night. I was doing my showcase room. And I, I drew it out and I pulled it up and pushed it around. And it's kind of a whole different language. And, but it really does You have does to rethink. Help. Yeah. When I'm, I, 
Yeah, it, but it really is very helpful for that visualization and yeah. like figuring out. I, I was looking at one wall like, ooh, I don't want to do that on that wall. So I did a video with Donna Moss and I was in the Zoo Home showroom and they had 3D goggles. Oh, and I was I've up on a stage and you literally put the goggles on and I have a demo back there. But um, you put the goggles on, yeah. and it's coming into the hands where we're going to be able to take our iPhones to a client's house. Yes. And you put the iPhone in the, the thing, and you cool. can literally, you can swim through the, awesome. you could go down to the baseboard detail. Wow. Those so are so that's what's neat. coming down I've the pipeline. I've heard about that before, and it I just, think it's super awesome. I wonder, does Target have it? Somebody had it. A couple well, people. Micro Center does. They're all, everybody's go, getting it. Yeah, you can go to Micro Center and play. Well, One more you thing can go we have to in learn. the ocean. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can have whales swim by you. <laughs> so if you ever want to go on vacation, just go to Micro Center. So we're talking about trends, <laughs> and now we're talking about Micro Center, but I guess the trend is virtual. Virtual. Virtual reality yeah. and artificial intelligence. In. AI integrating into the home is yes. huge. Yes, yes. You're going to be able to say, hey, what's her name? Alexis? Alexa. Hi, Alexa. <laughs> Turn <laughs> on the lights. Google. I use Siri, and yeah. she just talks back to me. Siri doesn't like me. She, me either. <laughs> and then like, I'll be like, are you heck? serious? And she's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, not you. <laughs> but yeah, AI's becoming really big and we're integrating it into homes you do window fashions yes it's being integrated into that mm -hmm. i'm trying to figure out oh maybe you could help me with this my hunter douglas hub yes how can i connect it to my iWatch? oh don't ask me that one <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a, through alexa so you've got to sign an, her up through alexa what about home pod home pod what's that there's an app for the blinds that came up the yes. other day Yes. Power View. Power View. Power View, yes. So yeah, I click Hunter on it. Douglas Power View. And then nothing comes up. <clears throat> well, you got to program it. I don't know how to do that. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to come over and program yeah. the lines. There you go. They're programmed. They're, they connect from my phone. So Yeah, yeah. you should have it on your phone. I do, I do. You should be I able to see it. it right on your watch. Yeah, I don't know how something's thinking. It's I awesome. Know. I love but it. But trending right now is home automation, blinds. Yeah, yeah. It was, blinds were huge. Yeah, um, so p taking the blind, like you were saying, being able to program it on your phone and your iPad. So when you're you're a hundred thousand miles away, you can pull up your iPhone and you can put your blinds down. Or why you would you want to do that? <laughs> to fake out the neighbors. Oh, to see, think I don't... that you're home. Well, can't you just set them on a timer or something? Not. I have two modes. I have you good morning, can. Good night. You can automate all that too, though. Yeah, I can't figure that out. But Hunter Douglas has a really good product. Yes, they and do. Yeah. I have the new version, I believe. But just make sure you change your batteries because if you don't change the batteries in the headrail, then nothing will work. Well, two of them are powered. Are they hardwired? Two of them are hardwired. Oh, I think. okay. And one's That's not. Different. How long do those batteries last? About a year. Really? If you're you if you use them every day, up and down, up and down, up and down, you might go through it and six months <laughs> i do do it every day well but, not once a day up in the morning oh, okay. down at night do you program that no but oh. it's behind a shutter so yeah. when i wake i don't want to see light right and i have a little you bit of light coming through and that's when i can tell the sun's up time of the day to go now up. with this time change i'm all confused the sun's not, not coming up <laughs> we haven't changed time yet it's about i know but we're at that time where like the sun's 
that, you know what I mean? It gets dark early. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh yeah. And I'm like, wait, we it's were in nine Jamaica. O'clock. It was bright sunshine at six a.m. Oh, like no. bright sun. I feel like is it getting bright here? Oh, and time? then by five thirty, it was dark. Yeah. So, but they don't do time change. I hate the time. I don't know why we do it. We why do back. we do it? Well, it's daylight savings time, and in Ohio, you have to conserve electric. How is that conserving electric? (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't need to to turn on your lights as much. So back in the 50s, when electricity was, or or a little sooner, when it was so new, that's why they came up with daylight savings time. Electric was invented in the 50s? No, no. (laughs) No, you're putting words in my head. No, silly. I know it had something to do with farming, but I just don't get it. Farming? I thought it had something to do with the farmers. (laughs) Like the farmers needed extra daylight or something. It could have been that too, but it I don't... has a lot to do with saving electric, saving electricity. So you don't have to have the like, daylight your light. savings time. Daylight savings in your hand. Saving daylight. Yeah. So don't you don't have to turn on the light. Turn on the light. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like to control my light at all times. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Danny lives in a cave. He really does. I don't. I don't think it's a cave. It's light and airy, if you ask me. But <laughs> I don't know. It's me. So, yeah. Back to what were we talking about? So you went sourcing at the drapery concert concert <laughs> conference. <laughs> the custom workroom conference. Well, you were there, and I was at High Point. They had like a stage going with the um, concert theme. They had all these people coming in, and it was like so and so's backup dancer from 1960. And I'm like, who what? are these people? And then I walked out of one party and Sheila E. was performing on stage. I oh just don't even gosh. know. Does she have a, do you know her? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, can you name a song by her? Oh, off the top of my head. No, I can't. I just heard a song that she was singing and one of my friends posted a video and it looked fun. Yeah. They try to entertain us when we're there. And you guys saw my Facebook, if anybody's listening to this. Um, and it looks like a big party. It's because that's what we are doing. They're trying to keep us in the showroom and sell us blah, 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 launching new products. Well, so it is a big party. Well, if they don't make it fun, you wouldn't go. Yeah. Well, we never, I never get to hang out with the people that right. I would get to hang out with if I, we don't go to market. Right. So right. It was, it's so refreshing to meet new people. Yes. Hang out with them, bounce ideas off, know what they're experiencing. I mean, we didn't have Facebook, but now we do. Yeah. And it's so nice to hang out with people that are going through the same struggles that we are. Right. Sheila E. sings The Glamorous Life. I think Fergie sings that too. G-L-A-M-O-U-R. I'm on a fast plane. <laughs> I don't know. Um, interesting. I don't know yeah. that song. Songs, The Glamorous Life. Sheila E. So. I think she was friends with Prince. Yeah, I don't she probably know. was. Um, yep. So yeah, home automation is huge right now. You were four years old. We were talking about we keep going back and forth. I don't. I wasn't born in 1984. I'm 21. So, what did you learn at your conference? Was it just in a room? Like, were there vendors? Yeah, a bunch of people that that so. Um, Yeah, it was it was very inspiring to learn um, different products that we can use. But to to the normal person, this sounds really boring. I have to be honest, like we learned about all the different linings and pillow fill. And I learned um, about how to connect an LED bulb to a switch, oh, the proper switch so it doesn't blink. I, I did. Are you just a, in one big room? I did a, a race on a sewing machine. 
Mm. And we had a little a little race. They had a little piece, of, and you like saw how fast you could sew around this race track. Can and you they sew in a straight line? You? I want to come sew at your office one day. Okay. Yes. I, I want to try. I haven't done it since seventh yeah. grade. I had yeah. a sewing machine. We talked about it, but anyway. And we talked about different. Um, what types did you see of trending? Fabric. So let's talk about trending. different types of fabrics. Okay. So every performance fabrics. Performance fabrics. Um, we are still doing a lot with. Um, well, you know, the linings that go with that yes. type of thing. You always want to line your draperies. Yes. Um, especially if you're doing a linen. Mm-hmm. And speaking of daylight savings time. Yes. I did a linen and I did not line it. Oh. And the client mistake. was like, this was years, 12 years ago. The client's like, Danny, this is gold. And because oh. the light coming through was yep. turning the fabric gold. Yes. But he specified that he didn't want lining. Yes. And I was like, are you sure? Because yeah. it was like an additional yeah. X amount of dollars. Oh, yeah. And it was trying to save. But you don't know what you don't know. I should have told him, listen, you need lining. And this is why you need lining. Right. Because we're not always there during the day to see when the sun rises and sets in a client's room. Right. And lighting, as we know, affects yeah. design. Yeah. And if you have bad lighting, you honestly, you end up with bad design. Yes. If you don't have correct color temperature. Right. Well, one something that happened to me was we did white draperies with white lining. And the lady called me and said, my drapes are yellow. <laughs> and I said, it's the sunlight. Sunlight is yellow. Yes. I'm dead serious. So we had to change it to blackout lining. Oh, So yeah. that the light wouldn't pass through it at that all. That makes sense. But yeah. Yeah, there's the so light, many little... I mean, we've had people say, my my drapes are pink. They're not supposed to be pink. They're supposed to be white. Well, it's a reflection of the light from the color of wall she had in her room. Yeah. It reflected pink. Pink undertones. Yeah. So it's So we started, we were talking about performance fabrics. They were huge. My markets. Yeah. Did you notice? I love Revolution fabric. Revolution. So um, I don't know that line. Revolution is a machine washable for the consumer okay. uh, performance fabric, and it is safe to be in the home. Upholstery? Yes. A draperies? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cost effective? Yes. Why? It's like $90 a yard, though. That's not cost effective. <laughs> <laughs> well, Krypton I guess. Krypton is like $99 a yard. Well, you know the difference between Krypton and Sunbrella? And Sunbrella. So Sunbrella's like Died dot in solution. Krypton's a process. Yes. So, what does that mean? Krypton's a chemical that's sprayed onto the fabric, and you're supposed to blot stains. If you mm-hmm. have Krypton fabric and you mm-hmm. start scrubbing it or wiping it, mm-hmm. you're going to wipe that Krypton finish off of the fabric and yeah. leave possibly a spot. Yeah. So, Revolution is kind of halfway between the Sunbrella and the, and the Krypton. What does so. that mean, though? What's the science behind it? Is it like solution? It's solution dyed, but it is not flame retardant so can't use it commercially right but but you can because it it actually has a flammability to um not ignite from a like a cigarette a cigarette cannot ignite it but all fabric should be like that now i thought yeah but yeah it's you know but it's not like california code blah 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 yeah i don't know which one it is did you, well, the California code is, like, way intense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, did you notice any tr- colors that they were talking about? We didn't really get into fabrics other than content. So what content. do they teach you? Like, you fabric content? content. What kind of fabric content you put with what kind of lining content. 
um, how to make a Roman shade. Okay, I would fucking a... fall asleep. Yeah, you Sorry. would. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know. To the normal average person, like, we have to deep dive into these subjects so we know how to make That's them. That's a good thing about us because I don't do what of... she does and she doesn't do what I do. <laughs> what kind of shade rings do you use on the back of a Roman shade? And, and a lot do of people don't. You have to think three-dimensionally when you're hanging draperies. you got to think, how does it look from the outside? Yeah. How does it look from the inside? Yeah. How does it look in the morning and how does it look at night and the afternoon? Yes. And that's... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there uh, there is a whole... When you go to Bed Bath & Beyond and buy a drapery panel, you're not getting the expertise of the level. Right. Not saying it's a horrible product. It's good for your first home or for filler pieces, but the rules of draperies are not infinite. Right. They are finite. Mm-hmm. So where, if you have a ceiling, where do you hang your drapery <laughs> right? <laughs> He's looking As at opposed me. to if you don't Play have a ceiling. No. If you have... <laughs> so, okay, let me rephrase my question. <laughs> At what height is it proper to hang a drapery rod if your ceiling is flat? As far up as you can. Yeah, the highest point. Yeah. And that's yeah. a rule for draperies that a lot of people don't yeah. pay attention to because right. the stores that you're going to buy pre-made panels. panels at only come in six foot, seven foot. Yes. It's and they, they will tell you what, one of the things... And I have to tell, I have to tell about a story about a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, she called me the other day and she said, I'm going to go to the Bed Bath & Beyond store and buy drapes. Oh, um, and I am going to put them in my living room and I need you to help me pick them out. And I, you know, so by the time we got through this conversation, I told her that I was not going to allow her to do that, <laughs> that she is going to have me do them custom. And we are going to make them right because we, I did do this. I, I did a side-by-side -side comparison price of a ready-made from Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. with lining at the length that I would want it to for a lady and then custom. And they were like $50 difference. Yeah. So it's better so to work with a designer. It's way better to just go custom. Get the, average, the fabric. Get the perfect yeah, fabric. Exactly. Get the look. And you know? the average American ceiling, if you guys are ever questioning how tall your ceiling is, literally in America, homes built prior to 1990 have an average of eight foot ceilings. Some mm -hmm. of them have nine. Mm -hmm. Nine foot became the standard in the middle of the 90s. Mm -hmm. And now we've been getting into 10 and 12 feet. I don't like double height ceilings. Don't because, you? No. It's yeah. just like you're... Yeah. I like... To yeah. be more homey and yeah, I feel like it's a wasted space. Yeah, and then you'd get in the weird situations with arches. Yeah, and I it's... love all that. See, and I'm opposite of you because I like height and space. And, I do like height, but there's a, a lot of people who are tall like that, like the really tall ceiling heights too. So I mean, I'm good. Mine are home or nine. One's nine point three. I've got I ten, over nine. ten. It just like makes me I've nervous. I've got fifteen. I've got twenty. Twenty I've, foot. I have those ceilings. situations. What annoys me the most is you have a 20-foot tall ceiling and the builder put in a ceiling fan. <laughs> like, yeah. what? that's the most creative thing you could come up with to put in this room. My builder so, wanted to put a ceiling fan in every room. And I said, no. I mean, I do enjoy my ceiling fan. And we have one in our guest bedroom, too, which we use the elliptical. But I would never put it in a great room. No. Like, turn your air conditioner down. Well, you do. So like I've been taking them out, and I'll put vaulted. in big chandeliers. I have a vaulted ceiling. So yeah, I've been your heat house. rises. So that's why you put a ceiling fan. So you recircle circulate the, the heat and bring it down. And you can turn the fan the other direction and pull it up. 
pull the heat up and so yeah, yeah. it rotates. It's just a way to... I I made the big mistake about not giving my... I had to mount the ceiling fan as far up to the ceiling as I could because I wanted it to blend in and go away, but I wanted it there. Well, I had it so close to the ceiling yeah. that it didn't circulate. <laughs> I learned a lesson. So we had to put a drop-down rod in, and then so the air actually could go above the ceiling fan. So it has the circulation I issue. bought an amazing ceiling fan, and I bought one. I bought mine in 36-inch, and I got another one for my client, but I yeah. bought it in 56-inch. Oh. And they absolutely love it. I'm yeah. like, I want the bigger one now because uh -huh. it moves air. Yes, Right. And well, have you ever heard of the Big Ass Fan Company? Yes. And they have the Big Ass Lights, too, now. They are big. It was, seriously, it's a company called the Big Ass Fan Company. And they had those Big Ass Fans in Jamaica. In, in the different areas that we went to, I, I looked up and I'm like, that's a Big them, Ass Fan. They used to have them in the Hummer dealership. So. <laughs> and I remember seeing it for the first time in the Hummer dealership. And I'm looking at the ceiling, and I'm going, is that seriously called the Big Ass Fan? Yes. And they literally, they have, they do a ton of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so there's definitely a need for that. <laughs> yeah. But draperies, they're always tricky. Make sure you're calling a designer. Uh, Melinda's in London, Ohio. She operates her own workroom, which I've yeah. been to. And it's elaborate. You have a, she does yeah. cornice porch. Yeah. We, um, we make it. She anything. loves her. I like to be. Do hickeys on <laughs> things on things. Surgery. <laughs> oh, you. Your fringe. Banding. <laughs> Yeah, trim, yeah, banding, um, I love all that. You yeah. won't catch me doing that. It's just not my aesthetic. <laughs> so. I like. I don't like bland anything. In fact, it was. Am funny. I bland? No. <laughs> but you have a different. You you find your inspiration and your your feature, your focal points in a different place. But I always like. I can't wear just all black and be happy. I need to like have something with it. So Danny told me for that podcast photo shoot, just wear black. I said, do you realize how hard that was? That was super hard just to wear all black from head to toe. Like I couldn't have anything like earrings or, you know, You could jewelry, do color in your jewelry bling. and earrings. Oh, yeah. I wanted a scarf. You could do that. I know. But your, I, my base is black. So you could, I could wear this black thing and throw on a different pair of shoes and completely change it. <laughs> your throw white on a shoes. scarf. Put on your I'm having boots. a sunglass shortage right now, oh. <laughs> which I never thought I would say. <laughs> being but, uh, being a woman, you just have all these options, like big jewelry, little jewelry, you know, being a designer, it's like I'm always trying to... You have better shoe Well, options. I love black and white together, so yeah, I like, I do I like too. to wear that stuff. I don't... White just makes me look fat. I feel like I'm fat. White. Well, I'll wear white right now. I'm tan, so it shows off my tan. So we've been discussing drapery sourcing and trend spotting. Yes. Melinda, what do you see as the next trend for? Well, drapery. Twenty. Let's. Where? Where? What year is it? We're let's talk about 2019. Yeah, I know. 2019. I'm in the 2020. So you're saying emerald green. We could call this, and we could say we referred to it. <laughs> so we're going to say green because I don't think it's going to be emerald because emerald happened in 2012. Oh, I'm but seeing I'm a lot. Moss, I'm, I'm seeing emerald, but I think they're going to call it something different. It's going to be like a moss, a muddy. Well, it won't be emerald. It's going to have a yellow undertone. Yes, exactly. I agree with that. Yes. I so I'm saying that. yellow. You, I you're say saying green. green. So we'll I'm thinking. blend it. Yes. It's going to be like an earthy, <laughs> green, yellow, mustard. I, I really that, I think that's what. It's going to look like aloe. We'll see. Aloe plant. Aloe That juice. was a color too recently. Aloe. Somebody. No. Why do I know that color? 
Oh, it's a pandemic. We're, we're, in, we're inventing it right now. <laughs> this is how this is how they do it. Aloe's too <laughs> Caribbean. You're you're an aloe because you're <laughs> probably slathered in it because you're in tan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the mix between emerald green and yellow. Exactly. Teal. My favorite color is Pantone four one nine. Look it up. <laughs> we'll give you a little homework and you could talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we I like are red. <laughs> red. I like red. I just did something red. Like I like bright red. Just I'm doing like a yoga studio in orange. Red is red. Uh, anyway, all right, you're listening to Design Exchange. You can find us on Instagram. I'm Danny Russo, and you are Fine Designs and, and Interiors. Interiors on Instagram. And oh no, Fine Designs Int. INT yes. on Instagram. We'll log it in here. And if you're listening to us, you found our episode because we can't find us. <laughs> People say they can't find us anywhere. Google but Play. Google um, Play. iTunes. Or just go to the Design Exchange on Facebook. I haven't Facebook. been posting them. We're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I know how to work and that. And SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. yeah All right, guys. Hope you have a good weekend. Um, and send us an email. I'm Danny at DannyRuso.com. Yeah. yeah. Melinda. Melinda at Melinda. At, at fine designs and interiors. She has like eight emails. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, look forward to talking to you guys. Talk soon. Bye.